Hey there, boss ladies. Summer is here and you might be feeling the heat when thinking about how you're going to scale back your schedule without scaling back your profit this season. I've got you. Get ready to level up your income, save time so you can create more memories with the kids and make some serious money this summer. You're listening to the Scorching Hot mini series on the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast, The Summer Success Blueprint, where I'm about to drop the most sizzling income-producing strategies that will have you raking in the cash while honoring the seasons of both business and motherhood. So grab a notebook and a pen because you're going to want to jot down these valuable nuggets of wisdom. We're diving into part two of the strategies you need to form strategic alliances that propel your business forward. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Summer Success Blueprint. I'm your host, Megan, and today we're diving into part two of the realm of strategic local networking, aka the number one thing I'm going all in on to grow my business this summer. If you missed last week, make sure you go back and check it out because this is part two. We left off talking about some tips that will really get you ready to network effectively, and today I am going to share the rest. And remember, these are tried and true nuggets coming from the girl who used to hate networking, but now runs a local networking community as well as a digital space founded in networking. I flipped the script and decided that there was a better way to do it, and I want to be able to do the same thing for you. So let's get back into it. Networking isn't just about talking. We talked about how important it is to listen attentively to others and try to figure out how you can give and take from each other in the group and how important it is to be the listener, to show genuine interest in other stories and challenges and expertise because listening actively is going to help you build deeper connections and uncover potential synergies without jumping all in and talking about yourself too much, right? And we talked about how it's, challenging sometimes to feel the need to fill that space when there is a moment of silence. And if you're like me, you kind of feel the need to fill that space. You can end up talking too much and it can get really awkward and uncomfortable. And I talk about this part a lot and the awkwardness and the discomfort that comes along, along with networking, because something that I have found in the events that I've done in my local community is that many people are introverts. And it's really hard for introverts to get out there and get in front of a group and talk. So giving yourself that permission to go ahead and be the listener is one of the best things that you can do for yourself when you jump into a space. There's going to naturally be, you know, a mixed number of introverts and extroverts and the extroverts can really jump in and do that talking. And by you being an active listener, it's really going to help give you the same benefits and results, if not better than if you were trying to put yourself too far outside of your comfort zone and just be like the talker center of attention. So that's something I just wanted to drive home. That's where we ended our episode last week, but I think it's okay to just give yourself that permission to let yourself be the listener. And the power of a great networking session doesn't just end once you leave the event. You want to continue the strategy that you've created, the plan, the goals that you've created after the event ends, because people are busy and often don't keep the conversations going unless someone reaches out to them. So this is your chance to be that someone. After you attend a networking event, what are you going to do? What are your next steps? What's your action plan so that you can follow up with the people you've connected with and see how you can continue the conversations that you had face-to-face? 
Can you send personalized messages expressing your appreciation for the conversations and expressing interest in continuing the relationship or having some more conversations, whether it's virtual or in person? Can you throw out ways to collab or ways you can help each other and maybe work together? I'm basically saying, how can you stay in touch and make that plan before you even go to the event? Even if there isn't something right now, there could be an opportunity to collab with the people you meet and work together or share referrals in the future. So you want to make sure that above anything else, you're just nurturing that connection that you made. The power of new connections is huge. And so getting in that room and networking puts you in a position to make those connections. And it's all about what you do after that's going to drive home the results. Another great thing about networking and getting in the room with fellow business owners is you know for certain everyone there has goals. So go in seeking accountability partners. You can find like-minded entrepreneurs or colleagues who share your networking goals and really lean on each other to create a support system. It's a fun and out-of-the-box way to team up and work together. And maybe you can plan to attend a certain number of networking events together because let's be honest, it always helps to walk in with someone you know, to have someone you know there. So if you meet a buddy and you talk through some of your networking goals, you can decide, hey, let's go to X amount of events together this summer. You can set regular check-ins or accountability sessions to share your progress, maybe exchange tips on what you feel like is working, what's not, ways to feel more comfortable, and just provide support to each other by being there to help however you can. Whether it's accountability for networking events or time and task management, or personal goals, you never know who's in the room and how you can support each other until you get in the room and have these conversations. Now, the power of local networking is really where the magic is happening in 2023, but that's not to say that there isn't still power in virtual networking too. When you network local, you might get in the room with 20 people. When you do it virtually, you could get in the digital room with 200. So I think it's a great strategy to layer in your digital platforms as part of your networking strategy as a whole. Utilize social media platforms, professional networking sites, and online communities to expand your network beyond just the physical events. It can also be a great practice for when you get face-to-face -face in real life with somebody because at least for me, there's something about the screen as a little buffer that can actually help the old confidence. And the more you practice, you talk about what you do and you find ways to interject your I help statement and get really comfortable listening attentively and making these connections, that confidence is naturally going to grow. So engage in discussions, contribute value and connect with individuals who align with your business goals, whether that is in person or through the screen, it's going to go hand in hand and help out in the long run. And at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're networking with purpose, whether that purpose is to socialize and meet new people, find accountability and referral partners to push yourself outside of your, your comfort zone and meet new people in the community. Maybe it's to find new clients or collabs. You're showing up for something. We talked about this a little bit last week, but you want to be clear on what that something is. And then like anything, you want to measure and adjust to see what's actually working. Because remember, not all networking will be the right kind for you. We really talked about that last week. So track the outcomes of your networking efforts. Monitor the connections you've made. 
pay attention to the collaborations you've initiated and how they're working for your business and pay attention to the business growth that you've generated from showing up and networking. You want to analyze what strategies worked best for you and adjust your plan accordingly because you want to make sure that the time and the energy and the efforts that you're putting out there are at the right places. So keep showing up and trying new spaces and you're going to start to find the perfect ones for you and your goals. And if you can't find it, you can create it like I did because the power is there and getting in the room is the first step and the rest will happen. If you have questions about how to create a local group, I would love to chat with you about it, but I'll give you a quick rundown of what it looked like for me because I really feel like two times now I have found this gap in something that I needed. And so I went ahead and jumped in to be the person to create it. The first one that I did was my virtual space. And it was when I became a mom and I was really struggling for that community of other women who were also entrepreneurs and mothers, because I was feeling really alone on this island of, I want to be a mom, but I want to be an entrepreneur. And my mom friends, they don't, run their own businesses and my entrepreneur friends don't have kids. And so that was my first kind of leap into creating a space for something that I needed. And so I created my platform, Boss Ladies and Babies, which is what you're listening to now, which started as this podcast nearly five years ago. I created it because I needed that camaraderie. I needed to surround myself with like-minded women who were doing the same things that I was doing, who were feeling the same things I was feeling, who were going through similar things, or who I could inspire by being vulnerable about the things that I was going through. And so I created that space and it quickly transitioned from a podcast into a whole community, which then transitioned into the networking piece where I now have my headquarters, my boss ladies and babies headquarters. And we come together and we network and we hold each other accountable and we meet on Zoom from all over the country and share experiences and offer advice and support and accountability and help each other because we're all in or have been in similar life places. And it was really beautiful and it completely filled that need that I had. Now, the second one is with my local networking community. And the thing that I keep talking about that I'm going all in on from my, my business scaling this summer, it's the biggest piece of my summer scaling strategy. And it was because there was a similar need. Women entrepreneurs are wanting to get out and make connections with fellow women entrepreneurs. And where I live in Olympia, Washington, there just weren't a lot of opportunities for that to happen. There are spaces like that happening in the bigger cities around us, but in our little pocket, it just didn't seem to be something that was happening very often. And so I decided once again, I'm going to fill this gap and I want to make a space where networking feels really comfortable because as I've mentioned, I'm an introvert and the awkwardness, like the awkwardness of networking is the thing that held me back for so long and would keep me home and not showing up and attending these events and finding and receiving all of this value and connection. And so I really sat down and thought, what is it that I would like to see from a space and who do I know? that I can bring in to help me create this. And fortunately, I have two incredible women in my life who have become my partners on creating this space. One of them is actually my oldest friend. We were best friends in high school. And the other is one of my newest friends who I actually met through networking on the internet. And we all live in the same area. And I have been able to 
spill my vision out to these women of the space that I'm looking to create. And they've offered their feedback of what would be important to them in a space like this as well. And we just dove in and, and started doing it. And the special thing about jumping in and doing the thing that you're missing in your own life or your own business is that it's going to attract and be more powerful because you're going to be so passionate about it. This is something that you needed and that you know will help you. And the chances of that also helping other people who are feeling the same way, but weren't the ones to jump in and do it are pretty high. And for our local space, what has been really important to us is building everything through collaboration Everything we have built so far, and this is still very new, but very effective and very powerful and impactful for my business, but everything that we have built so far is completely created through collaboration with fellow female entrepreneurs who are working hard to make connections and build their businesses as well. And that has been the biggest case study and example of how powerful networking and connection really can be. Showing up, wanting to give and take with a room of women who also want to give and take is powerful. And you will see that powerful quickly if you follow all of these other tips that I've given you in the last two episodes. So I would love to continue the conversation on this. I can go really deep into our strategy on how we created this, if that's something that you're looking to do in your area. But the one thing I will say is that if you see a need there's no reason why you can't be the person to fill it. And so getting in that room, making the leap, doing the thing that you want to have is the first step. And I know you can do it and I'm happy to talk you through it. So reach out to me, but until then, keep dreaming big, keep networking smart. And remember your local community is literally a goldmine of growth and opportunities just waiting for you to tap into. So get out there and start diving in. Remember, networking is a journey and it takes time to build meaningful connections. You want to stay consistent, be authentic, and embrace the opportunities that networking presents you. And with a strategic plan and a positive mindset, you'll be well on your way to scaling your business through effective networking, which in my opinion, is the best way to do it. Join us in the next episode of the Summer Success Blueprint, where we continue our exciting journey towards summer success. We'll be delving into another captivating topic that will empower you as a mom entrepreneur. And until then, keep dreaming big, keep networking smart. And again, remember, your local community is there waiting to connect with you. Until next time, stay bossy. I love this podcast so much, and I am so excited that we are on season five of the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. Some of you have been with me since the beginning. Some of you might be new listeners, but either way, I am so thankful for this space and this community and for you following along on my journey. Also, I'm so thankful that you inspire me every single day just by being here. I love connecting with and supporting other moms who are growing their businesses while raising their babies and I couldn't do any of this without you. If you like this podcast, please, please, please leave me a quick review over on Apple Podcasts. I know you're a busy mom. I know you've got a lot to do. It won't take much. Just a quick emoji or a couple sentences is all we need to help get more eyes on this podcast, to connect with and inspire even more women, to grow our community together. I would be so thankful. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave that quick review, and let's keep this show growing.
Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.